Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. We've got another boardroom chat Isn't going on exciting? here. Isn't it exciting? It's exciting. We so many good comments. People Amen. just love this. It's Why don't we start off with a testimony about the boardroom chats? Well, I think? will, but did you know that this, is, I think, must be our one-year anniversary of doing the boardroom chats? Has it been one so, year? Yes, one year. It don't year. seem like one year. It seems like one month. Happy birthday to you and me hey, and you. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Hallelujah. How about a, a testimony about the boardroom chat? Then we'll get into today's subject. Okay, I have so many great ones. Let me okay. see what we can do. This what first one is from... A testimony from Facebook, and it comes to us from Rachel that says, Being on spring break lets me tune in again. Thank you for these boardroom chats. My life has been forever changed over the past year. You know what? I don't ever great? remember having spring break growing up. You were too old. No, maybe so. I don't, <laughs> well, you're never too old. Did. Maybe not. Never, well, listen to her. <laughs> I mean, I'm three years older than Kathy. I know I look 20 because my hair is so white, but she dies hers. But this I changed the subject. But anyway, This God. one from Michelle says, <laughs> This is wow, from Michelle. I just started listening, and this boardroom chat today sounds like it should be published as a book. You know what? That's, that's a good idea. Hey, George, like we, we got people behind the camera. We might look at all the things, and maybe we could put a bunch of information together, you and Christy, and, Maybe come up with a book on something. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, you interrupted me. I wasn't finished telling you. Oh, okay. Say it again. I always <laughs> That's interrupt. That's a good idea. It's anyway, a good marriage Michelle. when you interrupt people. It says, wow, I'm going to start again from the beginning. Started from the beginning. Wow, I just started listening, and this boardroom chat today sounds like it should be published as a book. It's such, a, it's such good information from the Lord. Thank you both for your obedience in presenting this awesome message. I guess they, they commented on the one, the previous one. I'd have to look at the actual date. But yeah. I think every... Boardroom chat that we do could probably be a book. But the reason why she, read that last statement she said about the Lord. It says, thank you both for your obedience in presenting this awesome message. Let me explain something to you. We don't get these subjects until maybe a minute before we go on. Mm. I don't, I mean, we just come in, open up the Bible and say, where you want to go, God? And here we go. Oh. Just works like that all the time. So that's the Lord. It's going to be like that again today. This one from Moline says, thank you for this message. I was just told by a Christian male friend that women like me who are strong minded and cannot submit (laughs) will always die old and lonely. That hurts. But after listening to this boardroom chat, I realized that God was telling me what that guy said does not apply to me or any (laughs) woman who is a child of God. Let me just say something here. We need to define the word submit. First thing first, just because you get married to somebody, that means she becomes a slave. Or you become a slave. That's right. In other words, you love her as Christ loved the church. You understand what I'm saying? And vice versa. So it's not, okay, woman. I mean, I wish that would work. Watch. See, it didn't work, did it? (laughs) You're going to lose your snapper. I'm going to lose my snapper. That's right. (laughs) See what I'm saying? No, no. That that word submit, I think, has been overdone. And that's giving men power they shouldn't have. That's right. And, and I mean, only that's God should have. Yes, that's we correct. I mean, you love each other. And you, yes, marriage is compromised. Don't misunderstand me. And, you know, because you're not going to get in your way all the time. But when God married, when you come together, yes, the Bible, you're, you're one flesh. But he's, right. he didn't change your personality. He didn't change mine. So, no, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, and to all you men out there that say, that woman got to do what I got. No, 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 no. First, you start off on the wrong trail, on the wrong train track on the wrong train, the wrong, name it. it, it's all wrong. In other words, submission simply means, hey, I just want to be a blessing to you. Not that you're going to do what I tell you or else. You see what I'm trying yeah. to say? But then now that's force, and that's just not godly. That's right. It's God like, don't even force us. And if anybody can make us submit, yeah. it could be God. Yeah. But he don't do that. He gives you free will. I heard this one story. I heard this one story about this woman who was married to a man who used to give her this long list every day that she would be, uh, to keep the house up, and she would right. just be very controlling and demanding, and she would do it, but it was always a harsh relationship, and then something happened. He passed away, I think, and then she married someone, and then Did she... Did she kill him? <laughs> she probably could. <laughs> okay. I no, I didn't get that part of the, no- the <laughs> okay. message, but the point was is that she married again years later, and then found herself doing those very same things were on the list, but she did it out of love. And so we know we all love to help and serve one another. But when it's demanded and harshly expected in that way and cruelly uh, oppressed people for that way, it takes all the joy out of living. And that's true. So, I mean, look at the word submit and think about it in terms of love, not in terms of chains and bondages and you're going to do this or else. Right. Because that that just doesn't work. Nobody wants to live like that. That's not a happy life. And they shouldn't live like that. That makes life a horror. Nobody likes that kind of stuff. And we don't even like it when the government tells us to do something because right. we're Americans. You know, we're made like that. How many kids, they don't like to be told to do Even babies. a baby. 
No, it's first baby learned. looked at you and go, Because, mm. you know, you've often <laughs> said this because we were created to rule. But yeah. God doesn't want us to rule over each other. Yeah. Rule over your own yeah. life. I never forget Discipline when he gave, your own life. And when he gave me that statement, he said you were created to rule, not to rule, be ruled over. That's why right. he gave you a free will. Think about that. So it's such a blessing. If you've got a Bible or an iPad, that's just a little excerpt from right there. I want to go to St. John 15. I, I want to tell everybody, listen to me. When you get to the red parts of the Bible, stay there a while. That's Jesus' words. That's Jesus' conversations. That's Jesus' speaking to people and uh, divine revelation and everything from wanting to know something that's wanting to, you should have to do something to just being who he is. Yeah, and not all translations have red letters right. in them, but we generally read from the King James Bible. Right, I like My it. Amplified doesn't have red letters. Hey, but, I, but it's since this is a parallel Bible, right. I'm able to see which letters are right. in red. Yeah, it's a blessing of the Lord. That were actually the words of Jesus. Yes, but I really love, I, re, I love the four Gospels because all the words of Jesus. I like staying around these conversations because that's hearing his voice. But in St. John 15, there's a Phenomenal, phenomenal chapter with so much revelation. I could go 20 years just on that chapter so if you really I mean, because the Word of God is uh, pregnant with revelation. I mean, right. it's kind of, But I want to start with St. John chapter 15, verse 1 first. Okay. And then he says, I am. Right there. That is big. That's the name of God that cannot be uttered. That's right. I am that I am. I am the true vine, and my father is the husband. Now watch this. He said, I am the true vine. So there must be other vines that are not true. Mm -hmm. Right. See, think about that for a minute. So there are a lot of great religious leaders, but they're not the true vine. See, Jesus is not a truth or some truth. He's the truth. That's a vast difference. See, now what you're thinking right now is Christianity. No, no. Christianity is man-made. Christ was God-made. God always what he always was. He said, yeah. I am that I am. Yeah. You see, man built the religion. Jesus came for one reason, that you might know the Father. In that process, we got born again. Right. The plan was set forth. So he said, I am the true vine. So there are other vines that are not true. And I, they, a lot of people said, there's a lot of ways to God other than Jesus. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Don't get mad at me. No, no, no. Jesus said, the only way you're going to get to God is through him. That's right. Why? Because he's the true vine. Not that the other guys or whatever are bad people. We're not saying that. By no means, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, if you want to get to God Almighty, or I am that I am, you got to go through his son. Mm -hmm. See, he, 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 he called himself the son of man. God called him the son of God. But he, had, he did everything on this earth as man. Right. See what I'm saying? So why? So he could defeat the devil as a man. That's right. Now, the devil don't believe that. The devil said, no, he defeated me as God. No, he defeated you as a man. If Jesus can defeat, defeat the devil as a man, then you can defeat the devil as a man or a woman. With his power, right? I am the true vine. I want to start, start right there. So there are other vines that are not true. I want you to put that in your mind. Not being critical here. Just being truthful. That's just a fact. Watch this. I'm not pushing Christianity. I'm pushing Christ. I'm pushing Jesus. You see Amen. what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things in Christianity yeah. I don't like. You should never judge Christians, or you should never judge Christianity by the conduct of Christians. Or Christ, good ju Lord. judge Christ by the contact of Yeah, if you, if, you, if you judge Christ, you'll know that everything is good. That's right. He said, I am the way, the truth, the truth and the life. And if he's the way, you can't get lost. That's right. If he's the truth, you cannot be, be deceived. deceived. And if he's the life, the, the devil, devil can't, can't kill, kill you. you. I've preached that many, many times. I love times. that. Now, that's verse 1. I want to go to verse 7. Mm -hmm. It says, if you abide in me. He didn't say if you visit me. Mm -hmm. It didn't say, uh, I'm going to go to church during Holy Week, and then I'm going to finish it out on Easter Sunday, and then I'll see you on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. No, that's not abiding. Right. That's visiting. Right. He said, if you abide in me and my words, my words. Why did he say that? Because in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. So when I do this, I am actually holding God Almighty. Because these is his words. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Now, I want all you preachers that don't believe you can get what you, what you ask for. Now, either you lie or God lying, I pick you. In fact, I'm going to preach a sermon. I was talking to a lady who works for me, Christy, the other day. I said, somebody lying and it ain't God. 
See what I'm saying? And yet man gets in there. So I, I'm, I think I'm going to make a, a title on that. Somebody lying, but it ain't God. Sounds like a good book, too. Yeah, it sounds like a good book. Praise <laughs> God. But I'm going to preach or not. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, watch this, you shall ask what? Who will? Who will? It says say you. Who? who? Ye who? in here, but you. Who? 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 <laughs> sounds like an owl. I want, I'm going to say it a bunch of times. Who? You. 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 Well, no, 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 no. Well, if it be as well. No, no, no. He, that's, he didn't say that here. They said that here. If I had a pen, I'd put my name Kathy right, right there. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. That's spiritual, that's physical, that's financial. But the only way that works is if you believing in the true vine. Yeah, and abide in that. And abiding in that kind of thing. Right. See what I'm saying? See, Christ in us, Christ in you, the hope of God, not on you, not around you, but in you. That means his word is percolating constantly right. all the time. Everything we do, every decision we make, Kathy, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial, it has to do with the word of God. Right. I live my life by the word of God, not by what I want to do. True. But That's by right. his word, and his word tells me what I should do, right. not in a harsh way, but in a way that I just want to live like him. I want right. to be like right. him. Right, and that's I what wanna, that word know, abide really that's means. That's what it means. And verse 7 in the Amplified, it says, if you live in me, I, I said, and then well, as the bracket says, abide vitally united to me, and my uh, words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. See, that's not religion. That's a great That's promise. personal. Uh -huh. See, that was if you do this, watch this. You won't molest children. You won't commit adultery. Mm -hmm. You won't commit fornication. You won't steal. You won't hate. Think about this now. This is just some of the things. Because you're abiding in him. You'll be a blessing going somewhere to bless. You'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. You won't have a problem with money. Because, see, money don't control you because you're abiding in God and God is controlling you. Right. But in a loving way. Let right. me read it again. Right. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you, you will, will and it shall be done unto you. Now, I'm going to ask the question, well, why did he say that? God, Jesus always has a reason for saying what he says. Mm -hmm. The next verse. Herein or in here is my father glorified. Mm -hmm. Everything Jesus has done, doing, and going to do is going to glorify the Father. He says, herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciple. Didn't say little fruit. Didn't say some fruit. Why, why are people mad at me because I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out? All I'm doing is glorifying God. All I'm doing is being biblical. Right. Why? Because, you see, I ask what I want. Not what I, 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 desire, I need of, I can just barely make. No, I have no problems going to God, and God has no problems going to me. T today we're talking about abiding, not just visiting. We're coming up on Holy Week. Mm -hmm. We're coming up on Easter Sunday. Thank God for Easter, because if Jesus wouldn't rose from the dead, we wouldn't be here today. That's right. You see, he would be some other vine. <laughs> he would be some religious leader. Mm -hmm. He's yes. more than that, son. That's right. He's the son of God. And people say, why do you say that? I, you know anybody else that this disturbed the world as much as Jesus Christ did? That's right. Think about that. I mean, people, even the atheists that don't believe in him talk about him all the time. <laughs> well, well why, if you don't believe in him, why do you talk about him all the time? See what I'm saying? That's the difference. Let me, let's stop with verse 7 again. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Why? Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, right. so shall you be my disciples. In other words, my followers. In other words, the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Mm -hmm. See, that's why I live the way I live. People say, boy, you're so full of joy. Well, you know why? Jesus is full of joy. Mm-hmm. But Jesse, you're so blessed, but you you blessed. Joy, you're very prosperous. You know why? Because Jesus is prosperous. You know, joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, it is. So that's the fruitful life See, as well as the character of God being produced in your life, yeah. as well as answered prayer. This is what he says you ask. Right. And it brings glory to God It bring, when you're fruitful. Oh, you better know. See, there's, Jesus, God has two jobs. He said, uh, what does God do? God does what Romans 4, 17 says. He called those things would be not as though they were. Now, what he is... Is, uh, is the fruits of the Spirit. Right. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, mercy, grace, temperance. And the Bible says against such, 
There is no law. Right. Why? Because God is, is law. God is everything that you can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. Now, you, that means in every area. So let me tell you about what, what, I, I, Let me read it because some of y'all are not going to like what I'm about ready to say here. You shall ask what you will. You need some money. Okay, just say it for once in my life. Say it. Money. Now, let me help you on that. There's no such thing as bad money. You live in an economic world. You are watching me either through your iPad or through your uh, phone or whatever you're using. And it took money to buy it. I don't think they're giving it to you, right? So it's a good thing. Now, the reason why money never gets bad is when you fall in love with money. Money is still money even if you're in love with it. Yeah. It's going to do. But when you fall in love, what you do, you make money. You say, God, get out of your seat of, of my life because money is what sustains me. Money is what controls me. Money is my security. Ah, now you're in trouble. Right. So it's not, there's no such thing as bad money. Mm-hmm. There's such a thing as, uh, you know, it's falling in love with money to a point the way it becomes your law, becomes your master. And God will not have no other gods before. See, that's another vine. That's not the true vine. Mm-hmm. People say Jesus was poor. When? Mm-hmm. When was he poor? Why wasn't, why didn't you ever ask yourself, why didn't Jesus have a financial deficit? Because he was abiding in the Father, mm-hmm. and the Father was abiding in him. Mm-hmm. And he said, my God, and all we do is do what he does. And what did Jesus say? I only say what my Father says. That's right. And I only do what my Father says to do. You know, Jesse, I was just thinking more. about how the, how the messages that the, the devil has launched in the earth, basically a propaganda campaign yeah, to, propaganda. To, to assault the church, to, to pull Christians off of the promise of God. So they're afraid to ask, or they're afraid to believe for prosperity, or they're afraid to pray in, hold, in the Holy Spirit, receive right. the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Lot, all these great things that God has given to the church to help us to live sure. as overcomers, the enemy has launched an onslaught or propaganda campaign to, to get us off track. God wants us to realize that he is the true vine. He is the truth. And, we, and he provides so many powerful promises in his word that keep to keep us on track. We need to stop being deceived by the devil. God right. wants us to live a healthy life, a blessed life, a, le- a life. He says that, that he came to give us a life Amen. that was to enjoy it, that a life that was full and abundant life. Till it overflows. That's the kind, and you know, that's what the Garden of Eden was like. That's what heaven's going to be like. And like you often have said, in between the Garden of Eden and, and, the, uh, and heaven, I think there's how many, 1,100 and something? It's 1,189 <laughs> chapters. Wait, 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 let me say, between Gen- there's 1,186 chapters, in 1,189 chapters, between Genesis and... Uh, uh, One and two. And yeah, and 1,186 and, uh, and four of them, uh, is the will of God. Genesis 1, Genesis, Genesis 2, 2, and the last two chapters in the book of Revelation. That's what she's trying to get Yeah, you've also said that. And then you yeah. say in between Between there, there is 1,186 chapters of killing, stealing, destroying by an arch enemy called Satan. But Jesus is coming back. That's right. We're going back to Genesis 1. Amen. Genesis 2. Watch this. And the last two chapters, last two chapters in the book of Revelation. Now watch my hand. So live long and prosper. You see what I'm saying? Here's where the problem is. Right here. 1186 chapters. Uh-huh. Man got involved and they start saying, this is what we're going to do. And yeah. they have a free will. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? When you, and, and you could do that. But what happens is it produced nothing but pain, suffering, sorrow. It's just amazing to me. I heard something. I was really disappointed in uh, people in, in our Congress. They said, all you people got is thoughts and prayers. Well, maybe you ought to get some of them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with thoughts and prayer? What's wrong with praying for somebody that's had something tragic? You know, now why does God allow that? Oh, God, now you got me on something. He, you, we allowed it. God didn't allow it. You, we are in control on this planet, ladies and gentlemen. People say God's in control. No, he's not. Because if you want to go where God's in control, let's make a little quick trip to heaven. Boom. Do you find pornography? No. Sickness? No. Hatred? Jealousy, malice, no. Evil, no. Devil, no. Mm-hmm. Demons, no. Because he's in control there. All that stuff I just said is all here on this planet mm-hmm. because man's in control. But Jesus is coming back. That's right. 
And we're going back to Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 and the last two chapters in the book of Revelation. Those four chapters, you ought to read them after the you finish whole, watching, is right. the will of God for mankind. That's right. But even here now, before heaven, he gives us authority in the earth oh, yes. to act as though he did when he was here on the earth to live as an overcomer and be victorious in this life. That's right. Now, you know, people get mad at us because we are victorious. <laughs> I don't mean to sound uh, arrogant. Have you ever saw a sad, sick, disgusted, disturbed, broke, busted? Uh, all you people behind the camera here, have you ever heard me say, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just can't seem to make it. How long have some of you been working for me? Quite a long time. I mean, I had many opportunities to say that. Uh, some of y'all came with, came through Hurricane Contrito with us. Remember in 2005, I think Todd was with me. I'll be able to, I think, I can't remember, I got so many of them now. <laughs> to make a long story short, no. What, you know what I did? I told the pastor of the church, he was actually in Texas. I said, get in your car and get down there. We ain't got no electricity. I said, we're going to preach in the yard. I'm not moved by what I see. I don't deny it. We didn't take a bath for a week or better, maybe longer than that, because there was no, during Hurricane Katrina, do you understand what happened there? The whole city shut down. You couldn't cash a check because the banks were destroyed. You couldn't buy any gas with a credit card because the credit card was destroyed. Uh, you know, all the basis for that. Cell phones were not working. Everything was closed. Food, sewage facilities shut down. Everything shut down. But God did not. And that's what I told our pastor. Get in there. I said, I said, we'll get. He said, but it's hot, Jesse. I don't care how hot it is. I mean, my Lord, how many times you've been to a track meet and saw him sweating? You, you, did you say, no, I don't think they ought to be sweating like that. Well, if they're going to win a gold medal, you're going to sweat because you're going to put everything you got into it. And you know what? We came all through that. Why? Because we were abiding in him and he was abiding in us. And during that awful time, the Father was glorified through us. You remember those oh, things? Yeah. You, were, you were with oh, me. Yeah. I'll never forget that. When you understand that, what, what keeps that stabilization in you? Well, he's the true vine. Right. Uh, you know. That just means no matter what comes against you, and because Jesus said in John chapter, I think it was 16, the right. last verse, he says, in this world you're going to have tribulation, but be he says, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. One translation, I think is the Amplified, says, I have deprived it of its power to harm you. And we have to believe that. That's what be faith is cheer. all about. When we abide in Christ and we have faith in what his word says, like, like we read in verse 7, if his words abide in us, you then we'll latch cheer. hold of those promises and it's going to change our perspective, change our attitude, and we'll be able to speak to those dead things. And you'll be of good cheer. We'll be able to speak to the mountains. We'll be able to turn things around with the words of our mouth when our words are in line with what his word has said. Yeah, because the word's abiding in it. Now people say, well, but this, I think, how y'all stay so happy? Well, I'm all temperature. <laughs> I can work in Luke warm. I can work in warm, cold or hot. It don't make no difference. You see, because you say, well, how do you know what to do? How do you know what's the right decision? Uh, I was thinking about doing that next week. You know, uh, for our next boardroom trial. Let me, let, and y'all remind me, because I will I, I, I'll just touch this today. I'll do this next time. How do you know what to do, when to do, where to do, and how to do? Or make it do what it do, like they say. <laughs> I'll show you how. St. John 16. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This is Jesus talking. It's the red stuff again. This is his conversations, ladies and gentlemen. Verse 13. How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come. Has the Holy Spirit come? Yes. Okay. He shall guide you into how much truth? All. How much? All. How much? All, All tru truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. Oh, what is he? What is the Holy Spirit listening to? Mm -hmm. What station does he listen to? Ah, he's listened to God Almighty. Whatever he shall, watch it, for, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So what you hear, or faith, you speak. And he will show, watch this, show you things to come. Right. Verse 14, he shall glorify me, for he shall receive a mind and shall show it unto you. Now, I could preach right there, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll do that next week. That's why I know what to do. Let, let me tell everybody that's in this room here. They've been working for me a long time. But he said, do y'all think sometime I just get a hankering to give everybody a raise? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't do I mean, I can, but I don't. What happens? I could be sitting here like I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost will say something. Hey, why don't you, give, why don't you, give, why don't you, why don't you go across the board and give all Jesse Prince Ministry partners, I mean, Jesse Prince Ministry employees 
all over the world because we got them in Australia too. Russell and one, what Russell and Kay and and uh, uh, Jody and all of them over there. Watch that. That was the Lord speaking. Wait a minute. Well, I heard it through the Holy Spirit. Where did the Holy Spirit hear it from? He heard. Now I'm going in the next weekend. He heard it from the Father God in Jesus. Ooh. So do, let me just say this, and, and I'll talk about this next week. God has you on his mind 24-7. And it's not for to hurt you, but to help you. So let's go back to St. John 15, verse 7 again. If you abide me and my words abide you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Why? Because my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Now, right. watch this. I want to go back to St. John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, my husband, Father. Is the husband. Now, verse 2. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. God believes in bearing fruit. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that he may bring forth more fruit. So, in other words, God is a fruit inspector and he expects. He's in the multiplication and addition. Satan is in division and subtraction. Right. Okay, watch this. Now you are clean through the word. I just wish to God that the Christian world would believe that verse 3 right there. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Watch this. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Why? Because the branch has got to get something from the trunk. And the trunk is God Almighty. Watch it. Except it abide in the vine, no, man, no more can you except you abide in me. Now watch this. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Hmm. Without sounding arrogant, people think I'm that talented that I built all this. I didn't build all this. We didn't build all this, Kathy. God that did was, it. You better know it. I, mm -hmm. I wish I could. I wish I could have done that. All I did to do this was to obey. Right. And sometimes I come kicking and screaming. Look at she laughed. I came kicking That's my and screaming. Phrase. I did not want to do boardroom chats. Look, I'm doing enough work. Every time I see an employee, they want me to do something. Okay, oh, you do this. Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? I ain't had a weekend off in over a year. That's okay. That's not the issue. My point is this. You see, God expects me to bear much fruit. Now, if I could do all this stuff, why wouldn't I? Why? Why, why wouldn't I have done it 40 years ago? Because I can't. But I knew how to hear the voice of God. We're going into next week again. I knew how to listen to the Holy Spirit's God. Now watch this. If, verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. I hate to say this, Catherine. Years ago, people followed us and they were so glorious. But they got messed up. They started listening to junk. They tried to mix oil and water, which is pollution, or sin and God, which cannot be, and they're no longer here today. Well, it happened when Jesus That's right. walked the earth. I mean, he had a whole throng of people following him, and throughout his three years of ministry, that last week, remember what happened? They betrayed him. They started, sure. first they were, right, uh, I think it was on Palm Sunday, they were Hosanna in the highest. Oh, yeah. Everybody was rejoicing in the streets, and then Next one week. week later, they're crying, crucify That's him. That's so true. So, I mean, we have to keep our, our, our head on straight and realize well, what that changed them? They were deceived. Christian propaganda. Well, Jewish propaganda at that time. Yeah. Now, watch it. This <laughs> verse here in verse 2. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, and he may bring forth more fruit. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you an example. This is one thing I had to learn at Jesse the Planet's ministry and in my life. I saw something was working real well. I mean, it's doing well spiritually, physically, financially. I mean, my God. So I have this kind of thought in my mind, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the Lord said, cut it. Cut it? No, it's bringing in, it's bringing a blessing. It's cut it. Cut it? No, no, <laughs> leave it alone. Let it bring in. No, because if you cut it, it'll bring in more fruit. You cut a branch, you'll find you'll get two of them coming out. You see, God is into being blessed in the city, in the field, going in, going to constant increase. Right. You could call his nickname increase if you want to call it that. And I'm telling you, it's God's word, truth. Now, what happened is when man begins to get involved with interpretation of what they thought Jesus said, 
For example, how long should we live? I heard this all my life, that you got 70 years and my reason or strength 80, mm -hmm. right? That's what we've heard. That's what we've heard. Well, that is in the Bible. Yes. But that, that's a judgment on the nation of Israel because yes. they were not obeying God. Right, this is in Psalms 90. And right. that was written by Moses. And he's right. talking to those children who were, who were, um, that were judged by God right. because of their disobedience. And because of that, they had to stay in the Cut wilderness. Cut the time frame. That whole generation was not going to be able to step into the promised land. That's right. Which was 40 this. years later. 70 years and by reason of strength, 80. So I used to hear people say, if you hit 80 years old, you're on borrowed time. But no, that was in the judgment. If you really want to know how long you should live, it's Genesis 6, 3. Mm -hmm. The lifespan of a person or a man or a woman is 120 years. Now. And even in Psalms 91, uh -huh. it says, with long life will I satisfy him. And show you salvation. So long life is really determined by you. Right. But also the scriptures in Genesis yeah. 6 talks about 120 well, 120 years. 120 years. Now, it, it, this comes up the question, well, how come ain't nobody living that long? That makes good sense. That's a great question. I'm going to answer that in just a minute. You ever notice most people start dying? They die in their 70s and 80s. Why? They've been preached that all their life. You got 70 years and about reason of strength, 80. Yeah, and a little long, a little before that, your body starts shutting Shut, down shutting because down. you've expected that right. your whole life. Right. Okay, now watch this. Well, so why aren't people living 120 years? I think that's a valid question. Would y'all like to know the answer why? These people behind the camera, yeah, because nobody's preaching it. Well, we're Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We've been preaching it for yeah. years. But I mean, what happens is, what happens, people say, but just, man, I mean, you, you know, you got a lot of strength and man, you, can, you can outrun the staff half the time because, you, and I'm older, I'm the second oldest, no, I'm not the oldest person here, Jessica mentioned. I'm the second oldest, I think. I think so. Yeah. To make a long story short. Now, watch that. They can't get older. She's One of my own uh, employees who happens to be also be my niece, she said, boy, I mean, I, I look at my dad and I look at you. It, it, it's just night and day. But you, you're on a treadmill. You get in at 3 o'clock in the morning. You're back here at the office when the door opens up. And up there. Why? Not because I'm trying to man up and be a man and all that kind of stuff. No. It's because I took the word of God of 120 years. So I preached that myself. Faith come by hearing. But you don't hear that. You hear, well, you know, you got 70 years and by reason of strength 80. So what you do is you put faith in that. The body hears that begins to shut down. Begins to shut down. See, yeah. you can't do that. Because you, you know, could put faith in something negative. Sure. As so well as put do. faith in something positive. I am 71. I'll be 72 years old on July the 9th, 2021. Okay, that's just a few months. What, that five months? Four or five months from now. Now watch this. Okay. Okay. I can do anything I did when I was 30 years old right now. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that no more because I was crazy. Don't look at me weird. That's all you're looking at. I can still do it. Yeah, but. but I, why should I? Because, you know, when you're 30 years old, you know, I'll me show you what I can do. I had to learn to get away from that trash. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you see guys all the time. Even when they're small boys, they buy a 110-pound uh, barbell set. You know, just trying to, you know, do this and all that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's good to be in good shape. Don't misunderstand me. Well, but I'm not still, doing that. You pick up the weights every day. I'll oh, I still do there. weights. I, st I, I do. watch you as I sip my coffee. Yeah, Kathy's exercise is she eat a donut and drink a cup no, of coffee. No, no donuts. <laughs> you, and you told me the other day you went to Krispy Kremes and I wasn't there. You didn't tell that's me. That's right. I fessed up, but that's not every day. <laughs> that was once Well, mine, I do my exercise years. every day. <laughs> I tell you what, now, do I, want, do I want to? No. Do I like it? No. Because it's aggravating, but I still do it at the same speeds. Now, I'm not bragging on that, but I got enough sense to know that I got to limber up. I got to, I got to uh, present my body a living sacrifice, not a dead one. You know what I'm saying? And ask God to heal it almost mm -hmm. dead. So I got to do all those things. See, I mean, do I like it? Well, no, it's not the issue. I, saw, I mean, I, uh, I had so many marathons say, you can run a marathon. I, I know I could run a marathon today, and I'm, I know I could. I'm not. <laughs> Why? I don't want to. So I can still do what I did when I was 30 years old. I just don't want to because there are a lot of things I did when I was 30 was foolish. I actually abused my body at 30 years old just to see how far I could do it. Just to be, I got enough sense not to do that stuff no more. So I got enough sense now not to tell Kathy to stop shopping because that ain't working. <laughs> you know, she can shop as much as she wants now. It doesn't make no difference. Back then, I used to worry about that. Now, I got to give it to her. I'll say it. She's, you have always been, uh, you've never been overbalanced on, on 
any of that stuff. You know, in fact, Kathy looks for a sale quicker than I do on something. You know, she likes to have a sale. Women are into that kind of stuff. She'll go to the racks, you know, and me, I, like, uh, but this is nothing against Sam's, okay? Sam's, I think, what's the name of that place? That's Sam's. I got to say it. I'm going to just say No, you don't. I, 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 I don't shop at <laughs> Sam's. Because I'm like, I go in there, I see people, their heads and their butts up in the air, and their heads are in the box, and you see the stuff just a flying, they're trying to get, <laughs> not my cup of tea. No, no. I said, let's go to Sam's. I said, you go to Sam's. She tries to get me to go to grocery stores. You want to go to Costco? No. Got no revelation to want to go to Costco. Would you like to go to Whole Foods? No. I'm not in the grocery stores. Just bring it back. Do whatever. Whatever you think is that. In fact, most of the food we buy spoils because I'm always hollering at you. Let's go out and eat somewhere. Yeah. <coughs> so I, we eat out twice I a call day. call him a social butterfly. I'm a social butterfly. He does, he's so used to traveling, it's hard well, for him I to sit still. Well, I preach to people while I, it's constant. It's every day. Yeah. And the reason, going back to this scripture, is I'm abiding in him and he's abiding in me. So if he knows I'm going to be at P.F. Chang's or if I'm going to be at the Cheesecake Factory, he knows I'm going to say something about who God is somewhere, somehow. And if you don't think we're blessed, we got people at the Cheesecake Factory, the waiters buy our meals. <laughs> is that my telling the that truth? Happened. And I said, no, no, I'm not. Because now we tip them all good. They all know me. That's not the issue. But they said, well, let's be a blessing to you. Ah, now how did they get that notion in their mind? Abiding in the world. And I believe God was glorified. Oh, you know? yes, he was. We didn't seek that out, but no. they, our testimony is. How many times they said pray for us? Remember? And we have. Constant. And we do it all the time. So we don't just do that on Holy Week. <laughs> we don't just pray for people. That, you know. No, we do this 24-7. It's our life. Because we're abiding in him. And you know why? Because we love to. And I want to go back to verse I didn't read this verse. Which verse 11. Verse? These in, things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you. 11 and 5 and 15. At verse 11 uh, of St. Saint, Saint John chapter 15, verse 11. Okay. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Now, what makes joy full? The, 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 the joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh, my goodness. Verse 12. Yeah. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this. That a man laid down his life for his friends. You are my friend. That's Jesus talking to me, even though he's talking to his disciples. Right. Same yesterday, today, and forever. I can say it like this. Jesus says, Jesse, you are my friend. If you do whatsoever, I command you. Well, fine. I don't mind because all he's got is the best possible things happening oh for goodness. me every day of my life. Right. Go ahead and read if you want to read Oh, something. it's so good. Read this it. whole thing is good in the Amplified. It says in verse 11, you started there. It says, I have told you these things that my joy and my and delight may be in you and that your joy and gladness may be of full measure and complete and overflowing. My God, that's big. I love that. And then I, love, I want to jump down to uh, verse 14 where it okay. says, you are my friends if you keep on doing the things which I command you to do. I do not call you servants, slaves, any longer, for, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, working out. But I have called you my friends because I've made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. I have revealed you to you everything that I have learned from him. Isn't that powerful? Read verse 16. I'm going to read it verse in King James. Verse 16 says you have chosen. Well, let me read it in King James okay. first, if you don't mind. Go ahead. You have not chosen me. I, I love like that. It. But I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. That's Would you right. read that, Kevin? He says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I, I have appointed you. Ooh. I have planted you. Come on, Jesus. I love that. That you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, and that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain, abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, as presenting all that I am, and there's the I am in there again, he may give it to you. I could say it like this. Just keep on keeping on. Keep it on keeping on. That's what we do all the time, every right. day of our lives. Now, I've had a lot of people saying these testimonies. Boy, y'all seem so personal. The Word of God is personal. It is. See, but people try to, you know, sometimes church gets too, church gets too churchy. You know what I mean? They try to, they're trying to impress everyone. And no, let the light of God shine out of you. 
that people, God said that they may see your good works. Now, good works can only come out of good things. Mm -hmm. And the only way you're going to do good works and good things is letting the word of God abide in you and you abiding in it. Mm -hmm. Then you will know the Holy Spirit. We'll deal with that next week. Then you'll understand what to say, when to say it, where to say it, and how to say it. Because he's already walked the track. He's already went ahead of you. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite scriptures that says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not on you, not around you, not about you, even all that is true, but it's in you. Or in other words, he says, you ain't going nowhere without me, and I'm not going anywhere without you. Right. That's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of like that. You know, one thing I've never been able to understand, and some people do, I'm not saying this is wrong, so please, it's not critical. I've seen where well, husband and wife go on different vacations. We have never done that. We've, no. been, we've been married 50 and a half years, going on 51 now. And we hadn't had a chance to celebrate our 50th wedding anniversary because of COVID crazy. But we're going to do it. It's well, we celebrated. We celebrated. But I'm talking about it. actually going. Well, we had We planned. were supposed to go to Paris. Or something. It was Could interrupted, be. but not. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's, it's delayed, it's, but it's not been denied. rescheduled. It's been rescheduled. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I thought, why? I mean, I've had a lot of people do that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I don't misunderstand. <clears throat> now, I'm not talking about a man going on a hunting trip. Or a woman might want to go to a spa or something. I don't know whatever it was. These beauty things, whatever, whatever you do. But just to go on a vacation, what, you're trying to get away from each other? I, I don't know. Did you understand that? No, I don't understand. And we never have. I mean, you know, usually if you see Kathy, you see me and vice versa. Now, I don't go to the grocery store with her. No, but my money does. <laughs> You know, get buy what you want, praise God. You know, and you must I, be hungry. You keep talking about the grocery store. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not a grocery store person. You yeah. know that kind of stuff, and I'm not nothing against Sam's. I like Sam's, <laughs> but I ain't gonna be diving in some cardboard box to see what's down at the bottom of the box. You know, all that kind of stuff. But you know, so when you understand that God's word is true, not a truth, but the truth, and and when you understand that. You begin to abide in him in such a way, your life just gets better and better. Can I just say it like this? You feel better. Mm -hmm. You got more money. Now, nah, that's going to make somebody mad right there. What about all those people overseas? What about all the missionaries that didn't have that? Well, maybe you didn't send them nothing. Had the Lord been speaking you to be a blessing? And you ain't done nothing? So wait a minute. Don't criticize somebody. See what I'm saying? I mean, people do what they want to do. They can say what you want. You're going to do what you want to do whether anybody else likes it or not. See what I'm saying? And so I made up my mind that I would live for Christ on a daily basis, mm -hmm. not a Sunday basis. And when, I, and, and when I did that, then I realized that St. John 15 was working in me. Then I saw sometimes that God would cut a branch off of my tree, more or less me, so that it would bear more fruit. Okay, the reason why I came kicking and screaming on doing boardroom chats, faith, the fact, I said, my God, I'm on broadcast television. I'm traveling constantly. How much work do you want me to do? But God says, I want to bear more fruit. And that sure has happened. Totally, but yes. It sure has I happened. I think in a year, excuse me, it. in one week, we generally have well over 300,000 engagements on all our platforms. That's yeah, a lot. I think George handles all that stuff for us. And over 17 million uh, people have contacted you by comments, views, whatever they do, however all that stuff is. 17, over 17 million. That's a lot of fruit. That's a lot of fruit. Oh, and, and we're I, got, continue. I got some great testimonies that, okay. that just reemphasize that too. Okay. It says, um, Joe says, these settings for your messages are great. It makes, me, it's, makes it feel so personable. That's what Plus, it's double blessings. Both of you at the same time. Hallelujah. <laughs> Powerfully anointed couple. I love this testimony from the, this came from YouTube and it's from David. It says, my wife and I have sowed thousands upon thousands to many ministers. Uh, but until I sowed on these grounds, we finally covered all monthly expenses <laughs> since that time onward. Who was that? David. David, listen to me. The difference between me and them other people, and I'm not bragging, is that you ain't got anything I want. But the anointing of increase is on me. I'm not just saying that, ladies and gentlemen. You sow into my mind, you're going to get bled. Listen to me. I don't, look, look, at, look at me. I don't need nothing. I'm totally debt-free. Me and Kathy, debt-free since 1982. And we ask people to be partners with it. The Lord just told me to speak this. We ask people, I didn't know you had that in there. I'm not finished with okay, it. Okay, I, I want you to read it. I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> because I'm doing what the Holy Ghost told me to do. Yeah. See, I, I, we're, not, we're, we're not doing this so we get money, but I'll tell you what, you want some, you sow into this field because it's clean, it's holy, it's righteous because I abide in him and he abides in me. 
Do you see what I'm saying? I keep telling people that. I'm not trying to get something from you. I'm trying to get something to you. To you. You see what I'm saying? Because you certainly deserve it. You certainly need it. Now read that over again. Can you I can say that with that. a smile on your face? Because you look so intense. I'm very intense because I... <laughs> but I know what you they, mean. They, they, they one offering away from being blessed. You one seed away. Well, but take, if you're putting it in other people, and I'm not saying not to bless them, but this person proves it. What we say works because we live what we say. Read it, baby. Well, I'm going to say it from the beginning and just show David was preaching it for you. If okay. you let him, let him preach okay, it. Okay, let David saying, preach it. Yeah. David said, my <laughs> wife and I have sowed thousands upon thousands to many ministers, but until I sowed on these grounds, we finally covered all monthly expenses since that time onward. It would be in our best interest for everyone to funnel a lot of young people to JDM. The wealth of knowledge and wisdom that Jesse and Kathy have is, indeed, is needed for their guidance toward their destiny. David, so it's good advice he's it's, telling uh, you. What I'm telling you, I'm not, listen to me. I, 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 I'm, I'm a blessed man. Kathy's a blessed man. Me and Kathy don't ask you to do something that we don't do ourselves. Do you know we partners to this ministry? Do you know we give this ministry? Constantly. All the, well, you're giving to yourself. No, I'm not. Nobody owns a church. You see what I'm saying? We give it to the work of the Lord for his, for his benefit. Yes, I live very good. God has been very gracious to me. But can I say this? I've been very gracious to him. Right. And we will continue to. But he's been way more gracious to me. Right. Oh my God. I, I mean, he died for me. Well, you know, all this year, we, our theme for our ministry is, what shall, shall I, do I do for, for thee? thee? Yeah. And it's so important to realize that God still wants us to ask. He has so many things he wants Amen. to do for us. And just recently, if you follow us on Facebook, you know that we've seen, we've had a little campaign asking you to tell us what God has done for you. And we Amen. have one that someone wrote in that they clipped for me to share. You may, if you follow us, maybe you've seen this comment. I just want to share it today yeah, because, ahead. you know, we've been in the ministry since 1978 full time. You've full -time. been preaching since Four, 1976. Six. The so, first week of January 76, I preached my first message. So we've been out here a long time doing a lot of ministry over there Amen. consistently every week going spreading the gospel and this is a testimony about something that happened to this person in 1973 it says 1973? I 1973 excuse me 93 okay. sorry uh, this is from Terry it says I've shared this testimony with Jesse and Kathy I've also testified of it in many states God healed my back when Jesse prayed for me at a Catch the Spirit of Revival meeting in Savannah Georgia I in 1993 Savannah. I love sharing how God put a bone in where the doctor had taken a bone out. Yes. That was the doctor's very words, and he has it in quotes. This is, after the revival meetings, I returned home and went back to my doctor. The surgeon thought he had been given the wrong x-ray when he looked at it. All glory to God, and a big thanks to Reverend Duplantis for being an obedient, anointed vessel used of the Lord. Both have heard this before, but I've continued sharing. Amen. I'll continue sharing it all the days of my life. You don't have to call me Reverend Duplin. Just call me Jesse. That's but you know, Jesus when God does something for you like this, yes. something so supernatural, you have to keep telling yeah. it. And that's what we do when we spread the words. We read what Jesus has done in the Amen. Word. And we want to tell the whole world about how wonderful he is. You know, I, I, I've had my own board of directors of the ministry. People say, boy, if you would tell people how many people are healed on your ministry, I very seldom never say that. I'm a soul man. I am reaching out to get people saved. And doing everything I know to do. Boy, if you would tell people what you do for missions and the kind of money you give away. No, I, I, I don't do that because, you know, I, I protect the dignity of people. You know, I just do what I do as the Lord directs me and guides me. And, and we're I, able to do it because we do, do have partners that help us to oh, every keep partner, I, we, you, you, you don't go a day without prayer. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you're sowing in us financially. It's because you are our extended family. I feel led of the Lord to tell you people that some of you are struggling. You're watching this today. You can do what you want to do. You don't ain't got the. You don't have to. Ain't got. I got, I got that cage in me. You don't have to give nothing. You know, if you want to, you can. You can use PayPal if you want to. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a partner and get my partner letters every month, man, I'm gonna tell you something. I got people saying, "I wait for that thing," because you see, it works. I'm not gonna preach something that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, "Jet." I said, "God, why have you blessed me so much financially?" I, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed man. God is my witness. I am. Watch this. He says, because I can trust you. Mm. That's just a fact. Now, I live good. I have a beautiful home. I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful daughter. I got a beautiful granddaughter. I mean, you know, whatever. I got a beautiful truck. Good God. It's a 2012, <laughs> and I'm not getting rid of it. I just love it. Praise God. You put yeah. me in the same category with that old truck? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
to this woman. He loves that what truck. Ha- I love that truck. But what happens is uh, uh, the, only, the blessing of God is on me. I am a hundredfold person. I just believe. My daughter said, Daddy believes that to his core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And, and I, I want it to happen to you. And it is on a lot of our partners, too. I have this one from Sharon that wrote in. It says, I'm a partner, and someone just sent me a financial blessing today yeah. of $300. We hear testimonies like Constant. this all the time. People are learning to put the Word of God to Amen. work, and it's working for them in their finance as Amen. well as in their health, in their body, and in their relationships. Amen. And I'm telling you, big money's been given to our ministry, and big money's been given back to them beyond their They couldn't believe it. Because of that anointing of increase, right. I, we're about ready to close today, and uh, and and next week I'm gonna deal with how to know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Talking about the Holy Spirit as, as a I'm gu- getting as a little guided. bit of a notice. Usually, yeah, he just tells me that day, the Lord day, told that me to do it, so we're gonna make so this like part. We'll this will be part two of this in a sense, uh, but by abiding in Him. If if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Right. It, nothing too small, nothing too big. If you don't think we got projects, I got a twenty, I got a twenty-six million dollars worth of projects sitting on my desk right now, and I'm thinking, Jesus, I mean, you think he's concerned about the COVID? Uh-uh. He said, "You get out there, boy, and you preach this gospel, and you do what I tell you to do." Yes. And that's exactly what. And we're, we're doing. doing it every single so day. So pray about becoming a partner, and if not, you don't have to. Don't feel bad if you don't say that. Don't feel bad at all. We love you, man. Just keep watching. It's a blessing of the Lord. But the anointing of increase is on it, and I tell you, what, on my partners, on my friends. And it's just going to get better. Mm-hmm. We're believing God to double the salaries here. You know how much money that would be? Good God. Yeah, look, look at all of them going, yes. We'll believe that too, but just say, yes, why not? They deserve it. Huh. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do, look at it in the bank? No, I'm going to be a blessing all the days of my life. Thank you for watching us today. This is Jesse and Kathy saying, until next time. This is our boardroom chat. There's not a day goes by that you're not prayed for, and I mean that sincerely. Send us some testimonies. Send us some different things, and we'll talk about Oh, I forgot about this. Huh? Yeah, it Ooh. just came out this week, so I wanted to share that. I, it's yeah, so this is my new book. I've wrote a lot of books, Kathy, but I think this is my best. The title of it is, I Never Learned to Doubt. Look, you're looking at a man that don't know nothing about doubt. Doubt's not a part of my life. Let me tell you something, man. Doubt is a form of atheism. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it, it causes mental anemia. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. And when you under, I tell you, I can open this book up and I won't tell you something, son. This book will change your life. It, 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 I, it, it's just amazing. I, it, I, I'm not just saying that, but it, it, it's a, doubt is an ambition killer. I hope you can get this today. If you'd like to get it, you can go to our website, jdm.org. This just came in. Was it George this week? Just I think this it week. Just this week. And we ain't had a chance to get it out yet and everything. So maybe you can write and order it. You'll be blessed. And I tell you, once you start reading it, you won't put it down. And as you read it, it gets better and better for each chapter. I'm <laughs> not is. saying that because I wrote it. I, the Lord said, there's so many people in doubt. Well, if you learn, let, let, I'll just say it and close like this. If you learn to doubt your doubts, you won't be a doubter no more because your doubts have been doubted because you've learned to doubt your doubts. <laughs> Figure that out. Hallelujah. Get the book. You go to jdm.org. You'll be blessed. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We're praying for you, and we'll see you next week here on our boardroom chats.